Good morning, everyone. Good morning, church family. Okay, so welcome to Edgeboro. We're going to begin with the Daily Text Weekly Watchword, which comes from Paul's first letter to Timothy, chapter 6, verse 6. There is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. Please join me in the unison prayer. God of abundant life, may we experience the joy found in serving others in your name. Renew our hearts with your spirit and help us to discover the gifts you still have in store for us as we continue to love you and your creation. Amen. Please stand as we sing our opening song, Trading My Sorrows.
And welcome once again to Edgeboro Moravian Church. We are a community dedicated to loving God, growing in Christ, and sharing the Holy Spirit with those around us. I'd like to highlight just a couple announcements, most of which you will find in your bulletins. And then afterwards, if anybody has anything to add or change from what I had said, you are certainly welcome to do so. Uh, First, this coming Saturday from 11 until 3, uh, Camp Hope will be having their fall festival. Uh, Edgeboro's own Rachel Schachter will be playing at the festival as well, and many other family-friendly events will be taking place. So that's on Saturday from 11 until 3. I don't think that one is in your bulletins, but just wanted to make that known. This one is in your bulletin. The Crop Walk is coming up very soon on Sunday, October 13th. Uh, many churches and organizations all over the Lehigh Valley will once again, or all over Bethlehem, will once again uh, gather under the Hill to Hill Bridge at around 1 o'clock uh, and uh, walk for a different lengths, I suppose. Uh, there's a one mile, a three mile, and a six mile loop that's all been mapped out. Uh, so those that are walking can pick and choose the distance that they would like to go. It is dog friendly as well. Uh, so we hope that the weather is really good for that too. I believe there is a rain date, but I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, if you would like to walk with us, you can speak with me or with Paul Messman when you see him. Uh, if you cannot walk or, and that day is not good for you, you can also contribute uh, financially if you go to our church website. Our uh, Crop Walk website is just one click away from our home page. So you can donate online and support the Crop Walk uh, and, and their mission to, uh, uh, to feed the hungry in that way as well. And finally, you will see that it must be fall once again because sugar cake forms are back in our bulletins, uh, and those forms are due on October 15th. Uh, If you notice the the time change as far as the making with uh, the... uh, The making of the sugar cakes, they will take place on a Saturday and not on a Friday as usual. So do October 15th. If you'd like to order some, you can take that now and place it in the offering plate as it goes by. Are there any other events or announcements that anyone else has at this time? Yes. Thank you, Gloria. So bringyourbible.org for more information. Anyone else? Any other announcements to make at this time? Well, seeing none, we hope you can join in on the many different events that will be taking place. Our newsletter will be going out soon, and you will see all the dates for our fall activities upcoming with that. Let us now continue our worship service as we we pray together a liturgy that we usually only do 
maybe once, maybe twice a year. Uh, This is the Liturgy for Spiritual Renewal, otherwise known as the Liturgy for Pentecost. Now, it was already Pentecost back in June. Uh, However, we are still in the season of Pentecost, and we can, of course, pray for spiritual renewal. So please join me on page 95, and let us stand as we pray this liturgy together. Holy Spirit of God, we praise and worship you as the one who gave birth to Christ's church. With the sound of mighty wind and flashing fire, you brought life to the church in Jerusalem. You filled those frightened new believers with power, and they became Christ's witnesses, speaking boldly the word of truth. You continue to transform believers, healing, reconciling, empowering, Lives are turned around. Emptiness is filled. Drifting hearts are given direction. You vitalize your wavering church, lavishing gifts upon us, forging unity, giving new vision. You turn our eyes from the wistful memories of yesterday to the new things you are doing among us now. We worship and extol you, our teacher, guide, and comforter, You make Christ known to us and make us your holy temple. By your presence, the church in all its diversity is welded together in unity. Please be seated. Interceding spirit, we do not know how to pray as we ought, but you understand our deepest needs and present them with love to the Father. Lead us now to repentance and confession.
Spirit of holiness, we confess that we are a sinful people. In thought, word, and deed, we quench the fire of your love and dissipate the power of your presence. You long to restore us to the image of God, but we let it tarnish as we nurse selfish attitudes. You nurture unity, but we sow discord. You come to make our bodies your temples, but we desecrate them. We dishonor your good intentions for us. Forgive us, merciful spirit. Burn away our impurities and forge us into renewed and useful instruments in your service. Amen. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has set you free from the law of sin and death. We believe God's promise in these last days. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Upon both men and women in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall speak my message. The Spirit of God dwells in us if we belong to Christ. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we receive power, and we become God's witnesses. The fruit that the Spirit brings to the lives of those who follow Christ is love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The diverse and empowering gifts of the Spirit are given to each one for the common good. None of us is useless to God. None of us is sufficient alone. We serve through the body of Christ, and we depend on the people of Christ. The Spirit's gifts are given to equip believers for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ until all of us come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God.
Mark that page as we'll be coming back to that spot where we left off later on in the service. But for now, I would invite all of our children forward for our children's message. So come on down to our usual spot. Hmm. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for you. Good morning. How are all of you this morning? Good. So when you come, oh, we got a few more. Come on down. We got room. Yep, you can go there. Or there's some spots up here, wherever you want to go. <laughs> wherever you want, pick a spot, any spot. There you go. That works too. Okay. So when you come to church, or maybe when you were a bit younger, do you guys have special toys that you bring to church? Maybe special things to keep you entertained? I know some, some people do. Some kids do. I never really did, even though half of my old toys ended up in the nursery at church anyway when I was growing up. But I have a nephew. His name is Owen. And every time he comes to church, he has special Sunday dinosaurs. Dinosaurs that he can only play with on Sundays at church. They stay at church. That's the only time he can play with these dinosaurs. That is something special that he does only at church. Can you think of something that you really only do at church, or maybe most of the time you only do at church? You don't do it at home, maybe you don't do it at school, but you definitely do it at church. Can you think of something? What's something that you do at church that you really don't do anywhere else? Do you sing a lot around here? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Some of you might sing at school, but maybe at school you kind of sing with people in your own grade level in your class, right? Whereas here, you're singing with everybody of all ages. That's something pretty unique, right? We don't often sing with people of all ages, but here we do. How many of you were at VBS this summer? Okay, do you remember something funny that I wore on my head? Yeah, what did I wear in my head? A shower cap with shaving cream so that you could do what? Throw cheese balls at me and see if they stick on my head, right? Or on my nose, right? There are some on my nose too, yeah. Have you ever done that anywhere else? No, just at church. Just at church you throw cheese balls at people, right? Um, let's see. Have you, have you, yeah, yeah, let's do that again sometime, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you seen a puts anywhere else? Only at church, right? So you've seen a puts here only at church. Let's see, have you, you've probably held a candle before, right? Have you held a candle with 200 other people in the same room all at once? Yeah, only at church. Only at church. There are some really special things that we only do at church, and as you continue to grow up, you'll find that there are so much more of those things waiting in store for you. And we thank God for those things. Church is a very special place, and with it comes some very special things that we can do. Some of them kind of silly, and some of them really, really meaningful. Okay? So will you pray with me? And let's thank God for all of those 
really meaningful, really silly, really cool things that we get to do only here. Okay, so let's pray. God, we give you thanks for this place. We thank you for our homes and thank you for our schools, but we definitely thank you for our church. And we thank you for the many different things that we do here that sometimes we can't do anywhere else. May we enjoy them, may we love them, may we grow from them as well, because we know that we're doing all of these things because we love you. So in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, good to see you guys. You can go back to your seats. And if you think of something else that you do only at church, let me know. So now we'll sing our next song together. My life is in you, Lord. Scripture reading is found in 1 Timothy 6, 
verses 6 through 16. Of course, there is great gain in the goodness in the, in the Lord, but we have brought nothing into the world so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation are entrapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you are called and for which you were made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God who gives, us, gives life to all things and of Jesus Christ who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed, the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, with whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be the honor and eternal dominion. Amen. So as I was putting this worship service together this week, I kind of had a feeling that I don't often, or at least a thought that I don't often have, and that is, you know, how many, how many times have I done this before? How many times have I done this before? And I didn't actually count because it would probably be hundreds already here. Uh, but as I was kind of thinking of that, I began to think of some other things, uh, other things, other opportunities in which I have taken and done uh, that I have done through the church, uh, through my involvement in the church, not just as a pastor, but even before, before seminary, before I moved out here, before even seminary was even a thought in my mind. So I kind of began a quick list, maybe not all inclusive, but uh, just of, of, of things that I've done through the church. And I'd like to share that list with you. This is in no particular order whatsoever. I have flown, because of my involvement in church, I have flown in a four-person plane with a door handle within reach, which was kind of scary. I wouldn't have done that otherwise. I have rode two hours in the back of a pickup truck with five others and just as many suitcases sitting on the edge of the bed to get to the village that we were going to, hanging on to a suitcase for a seatbelt. Didn't think I would do that otherwise. 
I survived a few days with no water. That was interesting. I survived eating seal. That was interesting for many other reasons. Yeah, yeah, ew. No, it doesn't at all. It does not taste like chicken at all. (laughs) I've had spaghetti dumped on my head. I've made 50 pounds of goop out of cornstarch. I've held a letter written by George Washington himself. I've been a member of the oldest mission society in the United States. I've learned, and for the first time years ago, I learned how to scrape paint and then repaint siding of a house for the first time. I, and I then learned how to travel internationally as well. I learned how to organize an event. I learned how to speak in public, of which I keep practicing week in and week out. I learned how to play guitar. I learned how, to, uh, how you can sing the same song at the same time with, nine other people that's, with multiple other people that speak nine languages all at once. Might sound a little garbage, but it is a really uh, garbled, excuse me, but a really cool thing to witness. I learned how to take a bath with only five gallons of water. It's really hard. I learned how to make a website. I learned how to make a sled out of a folding chair, PVC pipe, and duct tape to take a man through the snow who had difficulty walking out in the woods in the middle of winter to go to a place where he had not been in over 20 years. I have eaten five bananas in eight minutes. Some people have witnessed that. I have bought bandanas and rubber ducks in bulk. I have learned how to run a meeting. I have learned how the loss of a loved one can impact someone years later, especially when other people think that they should be over it. I've learned how a simple gesture can stick with someone for a really long time. I've learned how a, good, a place where I feel loved and appreciated can help you grow immensely. And I've learned how God, through the Holy Spirit, can work in many unexpected ways. I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity to do each of these things, perhaps more grateful for some of them than others. But I'm grateful for all of them, and I'm grateful for the church that allowed me to do that. Now, I definitely don't bring all of this up to talk about myself because, in fact, I really try hard not to talk about myself while I'm up here because that's not why I'm up here. This is a simple testimony to some truth found in today's reading from the Apostle Paul's first letter to his protege, Timothy. Now, coming into this, you probably didn't know much about this passage except for one line, verse 10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Perhaps you've heard something like that before. But the two verses after that is what really captures my attention. But as for you, man of God, remember he's talking to Timothy. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the, good fight, fight the good fight of faith. 
take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You could almost feel the energy and joy in Paul's encouragement to Timothy. Fight the good fight. Take hold of life. Do that now. Now, for Timothy, Timothy, he made a confession of faith in front of others to serve, church, to serve his church and to serve Christ. It says so right at the end of that verse. And this service isn't just mundanely following a list of rules that he's called to, no. Timothy, for Timothy, this life that he has been called to is a life-giving life, not just to you, but to others as well. It's full of energy, it's active, and Timothy is going to do things and learn things that he never thought was possible. As members of Christ's church, this is what we have been called to as well. Because if we've been ordained, or if we've joined the church, if we've been confirmed, if we've been baptized, or if a family member has done these things and we have been a part of that in some way by confessing our faith in support of someone else. Like Timothy, we all have made a confession of faith in the presence of many others through these things that happen in the life of the church. And part of what we have confessed in different words is that we will be living, growing, and active members of Christ's church. Not stagnant, not unchanging, not constantly worried, not boring either. Living, growing, and active. So through our time and efforts on behalf of Christ, we are each called to take hold of the eternal life that we have been given. Grab this eternal life by the horns and see where it will take us. Learn things that we never thought we'd learn in a million years and do the things that we thought were impossible. Because some of us are called to be with people and pray for people during the most memorable times of their lives. Some of us might be called to travel to the other side of the globe and back. And some of us might be called to make or eat or in some rare cases wear a ridiculous amount of food. Now some of us might not be energized by our faith at the moment. And that's all right. That's perfectly normal. Because faith ebbs and flows in seasons. So fight the good fight of Fight the good fight of faith, because sometimes, we all know, this can be a grind. But whether we're grinding through it, or we are in that high-energy season of faith, may our prayers continue to be that the Holy Spirit will enter our hearts and renew us, giving us new vigor and calling to do whatever it takes to share the love of Jesus with others. May that be our prayer today. Amen. As we reflect on the gifts that we have been given, now we have an opportunity to give back. And so at this time, let us enter into a time of offering.
please bow our heads. God, our helper, every good gift comes from your open hands. You sent your son Jesus to become human, understand our temptations and weaknesses. In our lives of discipleship, may we add to our own lists of how we are rich in God. Help us to stand resolute in our commitment to follow Christ's teachings rather than the trappings of our culture. Send your spirit to bring peace and contentment to our hearts. Let our church become a haven of those rich in good works and eager to share your message of hope. In gratitude, we dedicate our offerings through Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Please be seated. At this time, we have an opportunity to share our prayer joys and concerns with one another and with God. And so at this time, I would invite any of you who have prayer concerns or joys to share to please do so now. How might we, how might we as a church family, as this congregation, pray for you today?
Absolutely. We'll certainly keep all of them. Uh, your son, you yourself, uh, Carol, Joe, and, and your mom in prayer at this time. Absolutely. <laughs> Any other joys or concerns to share at this time? keep Roseanne in our prayers after her recent car accident and, and in the midst of her stay in the hospital as well. Any others? Yeah. Um, my son Tom, his best friend Chris, um, lost his father on Thursday and um, it was the first time his group of friends, anyone had lost a parent, so they're all taking it really, really hard. So pray for the Flaherty family and healing for all of them. So we'll certainly keep the, the Fraley family in our prayers in the midst of their loss. Any others? I'd just like to ask prayers for myself. Thursday I'm going in for shoulder surgery. It's a little more than a pinch and a burn, but it's not quite as bad as rotator cuff. And um, I'm just asking prayers for quick healing. They said it's no big deal, but of course it's not their shoulder, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll certainly keep you in our thoughts and prayers this week. Uh, uh, just two things to mention. Uh, along with that, uh, I will be heading off on retreat beginning today through Tuesday. I'll be back on Wednesday. It's a special uh, ecumenical retreat that a few Moravian pastors of the area are taking part in. So I would invite your prayers for a spirit-filled retreat over the next three days. And we certainly keep in our prayers all of those on our blue prayer list, which has been recently refreshed. Uh, if you see a name that you would like to add or re-add back to the list, uh, take a blue prayer card, put it in the offering plate as it goes by, or call the church office if, uh, it, if you need reminding, perhaps, of what that prayer concern might be. Yes.
Absolutely. Well, thank you for the reminder of, of hope within our daily lives and occurrences as well. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yesterday, many, many Moravian women gathered at Central Moravian Church to uh, worship and be with one another uh, to celebrate the 65th anniversary of the, uh, the, the group uh, Northern Provincial Women. Uh, and so many, uh, from many different congregations from New York and here, uh, gathered together to worship. And uh, we are grateful for uh, their, their ministry and their fellowship that they can provide as well. And grateful to hear that it was a, a joyous event at that. Yes, well, Peg, we are glad that you are here today and safe travels back this week. With all of that, let us come to our God. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Absolutely. Continue to thank God not only for the blessings that have come your way, but the blessings that have in turn come from in all of our directions and to all of our directions as well. So with those blessings in mind, let us come to our God in prayer. Holy and gracious God, on this day we are very mindful of your spirit. And we ask, Lord, that you enter into our hearts to renew us to do your will and your ministry here at Edgeboro Moravian Church and here in Bethlehem and here in this world. Uh, we thank you for the many, uh, the many opportunities we have that, that come about through the Moravian Church and through Edgeboro. And we thank you for the growth and the learning and the activeness that has been a part of our lives and which we have witnessed in the lives of many others as well. So we thank you for the uh, the newness and the uniqueness of your spirit and the gifts that have come to us. And Lord, we ask that you be with those who are fighting the good fight of faith in difficult times. Uh, we thank you for gifts of healing. We also wish upon those who, who need healing, uh, rest and comfort and peace. Uh, May all of that be with doctors and nurses and loved ones and, and others who are responding in, in very uh, 
very difficult times in the lives of others. We thank you for our brothers and sisters in Christ, not only here, but elsewhere, who share in our joys and who share in our concerns as well. And so, Lord, we give you thanks for the many different prayer concerns that, that we have heard today, knowing that we share all of that with our brothers and sisters. And we thank you for those connections. Lord, we thank you for hearing those prayers and we know that you know our hearts as well, that though there are many other prayers that have yet to be spoken in this room today, uh, that you will hear those as well. So hear us now, Lord, as we silently entrust the prayers of our hearts to you at this time. Bless us and comfort us, gracious Lord and God, and hear us as we continue our prayers uh, in this service and beyond. It is in your Son's holy name, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. So let us continue our prayers now. We come back to our liturgy for spiritual renewal. At the bottom of page 98, we will begin again. As we use this to conclude our service, let us stand as we pray together. Come, heavenly dove, and alight upon us. Anoint us to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim release, recovery, and freedom to those in need. Empower us to work for God's kingdom in such a way that life becomes a jubilee for us and for all people. Lift up the lonely, the neglected, the outcast. Comfort the grieving. Restore the lost. Be the advocate for the afflicted. Teach all your people. Remind us of Jesus and lead us into all the truth. Keep us on the edge of dynamic living, wrapped in the flames of new beginnings and filled with power for personal renewal. Form us in the likeness of Christ, that we may glorify God's name. Renew your church. Fill stagnant and empty lives with the breath of God. Overcome our apathy and energize us with your engaging presence. Give your church new vision, new hope, and a driving desire to claim the promise of new birth. Spirit of power, work in all who confess the risen Christ to spread your message of hope, love, and salvation to every person and nation. Hasten the day when every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord.
Sisters and brothers, may you be strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit to use your gifts and take hold of the life which you have been blessed with by our Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Go in peace to love and serve. Amen.